Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Third day, I'm talking about the horrible, terrible future, the apocalypse, I call it. What happens when things go bad? If all of the bad news about podcasting or the good news about podcasting right now turns to bad and in the future, the worst possible happens, what happens? That's what we are exploring on this mini series today. And today, the topic is pretty straightforward. What happens if podcasting fails again? You may wonder, what do you mean, fails again, Evo? Well, if you go back and look at the history of podcasting, it's been a slow and steady growth, if you look at it on average, but we've had some dips. More importantly, we've had dips, more more accurately, I should say, we've had dips in attention. You may be familiar with the Infinite Dial study that Edison and Triton Research put out every year. It just came out for 2019, and they've been doing so since 2006. Among other things, they track how people feel about podcasting and how they self-report their listenership. And nice, steady growth. We're, we're, we're booming this year, but you know, it wasn't a few years ago that we actually saw a dip. We saw a dip in the number of people who said that they are listening to content and familiar with content. So that's 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 troubling, one. And also, we've seen over the history of podcasting many different times where the news, which is hot and heavy about podcasting, let's cover podcasting. It's the newest and greatest thing. But then, you know, news cycles being what news cycles are and people's attention shift to something else and suddenly there's less attention. There has been. We've seen that happen. We've also seen big innovation players like, oh, I don't know, Google say, hey, we're going to jump into the podcasting space. And then disappoint us some number of months later when they don't follow through with any of those plans, probably because they don't see the opportunity that's there. Well, that's probably going to happen again. I mean, if you just look back at history and you say, well, it may not repeat itself, but it certainly does rhyme, there will likely be a fallout, especially considering all the cash pouring into podcasting right now. Not all of those investments are going to pay off, and that's going to be negative. So what happens if it's the ultimate negative? What if this is it? What if the penetration we have right now, where while 51% of the population knows what a podcast is, 78% don't care to listen on a regular basis. It's just a fad. And it's never, ever going to grow. And that there's recent investment levels, VCs will look at it in a few years and go, you know, it still isn't working. And by the way, I don't think that's going to happen. I honestly do not believe that is a true and accurate representation of the world. However, as a good contrarian voice, 
It is incumbent upon me to think about how we can make podcasting better, not just easier. And part of the way I do that is by examining these worst case scenarios. So what happens if podcast fails to reach a big audience to pay back these VC dollars again? Well, I think a couple of things happen. So the good news is to you, the working podcast producer out there, the good news is podcasting isn't going away just because it's not a giant, huge commercial success. That's the good news. The bad news is the same thing that's happened in the previous boom and bust cycles of podcasting, which have been very small. They're becoming, they may become larger now. I have several friends of mine who jumped into podcasting early, like I did, and managed to convince companies to pay them dollars to go do podcasting for them in-house. Lots of in-house people were created. Lots of, lots of new companies sprung up. Well, the downside of it going bust is that those people that work for those companies are out of a job. If the money dries up and goes home, they're out of a job. You, the independent podcast producer, I don't know who you work for. If you work for a big company that you're producing podcasts for them, they may decide to change. You don't have access to do what you want to do anymore. If you're working for a podcast development company, wow. Even bigger potential challenges and changes, right? You could be negatively impacted. But I don't think podcasting is going to be negatively impacted in the event that once again, we fail to show any reasonable return that the, at worthy of the funding levels that we're in right now. I don't see podcasting going away just because it's not a major commercial viable product in the same way that radio and TV and Netflix and all those things are. I think it continues because people are still going to want to make content because people are going to want to make content. More importantly, the working podcast producer out there like yourself, there's always going to be someone who has something to say, who knows how to reach an audience to say it. It genuinely doesn't matter if hundreds of thousands or tens of millions or even hundreds of millions of people are listening to a show a podcast. That's not what it takes for to be successful when someone has something to say and there's an audience who wants to hear that. There is a different commercial relationship. There's a certain value exchange that takes place. The person with something to say is willing to pay X number of dollars to get that message in front of people. You, as a working podcast professional, can still tap into that. Maybe it's not as easy to get the clients that you had previously. Maybe you don't have that cushy office job where VC monies are backing up everything that you do. Maybe you got to hustle. Maybe you got to get a job and do this on the side again. Maybe it's no longer quit your day job level. Those are all possibilities. But without being too trope and saying you can't put the genie back in the bottle, you kind of can't put the genie back in the bottle. And once the other people out there, the funders of podcasts, people who have something to say, start down that path of saying things, they're going to want help. I mean, I survived the 2008 recession. You clearly survived the 2008 recession or you wouldn't be here, right? Did it cause us to do major changes? Oh, yeah, big time. Was it devastating to many people? No doubt about it. But you still persevered. And, and podcasting didn't die then. It just changed. And I think it's going to change again. 
So what happens if podcasting fails again? My prediction is not that big of a deal for podcasting overall because it doesn't have to go away. It might, it might never grow any bigger than it is. I mean, that's a possibility. Again, I don't, I don't think that's the case. But even if it stays where it's at today, I think there's still plenty of opportunity for working podcast professionals like yourself to find a way to make this work. Maybe you don't get the big paycheck you did previously, but I still think you can actually make this model work. You don't need tens and millions of listeners for a show. You just need a few. And you need to balance things out properly. That's what I think is happening. Now to my the businesses out there, if you're thinking about this going, you know, maybe it's too late to get into podcasting. What if we're in the bubble? It's not. Listen to me for a second. It's not. We're not. That's not the case. We're okay. Jump in. Both feet. Start investing because this works now. It's going to work tomorrow. You just might need to readjust your expectations on having 150,000 people listening to your first episode. That's obviously a good little adjustment you want to make. But nonetheless, totally worth it. Even if the apocalypse comes true and only a handful of, you know, and it never grows beyond it is today, you're fine. This podcasting is still a great place to be in. If you need some help getting into podcasting or evaluating your plans going into podcasting, get in touch because this is what I do. I launch podcasts for businesses all over the world. You can get in touch with me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. You can go to podcastlaunch.pro to see a list of all the services I offer my clients. And I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. 
we encourage you to speak up. Take care and spread the word.